2: I I up. It.
1: What I up? What up? What up, ladies and gentlemen? See now, now energy. the energy gets a little Such crazy. Good right? There we go. Facebook yeah. gets to see the little behind the scenes. It's not so exciting. The behind the scenes, a little bit of setup. But once the audio button gets hit, the record button goes off, and
3: boom! Now I got to take my jacket I was off say, he's and like, like in my yeah. woo woo woo! <laughs> now we're really <laughs> rocking. Like, it really does. It makes a difference between uh, you know having the Facebook live and like saying what's up to everybody, hey, what's going on, and the actual just back back of your head knowledge that we're recording the podcast now. Right. just changes everything. <clears> yeah, does. the dynamic yeah. of the show, like energy's yeah. up. Boop. Yep, yeah. that's why that's why we business bros it up right at the beginning. Yeah, business you have bros. to. Yeah, I mean, we got we got a little bit of
1: slack from some people. Like, that's funny. <laughs> you do that every show. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous.
2: So, that's how catchphrases happen.
1: Exactly. That's my point, right? And it works because now when I go out and talk to different people who've been on the show or people who've listened to the show, they're like, "What up, business, bruh? <laughs> like, it's yep. just a call sign.
3: <laughs> and one more time, as an introduction, we have with us today on the show a very special guest, Mr. Kevin Feely from Lazy Cow Media. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, man,
1: pleasure <clears> having <throat> you. Kevin's gonna school us on some Facebook stuff today, and I'm yeah, excited because yeah. I got a ton of questions. Even though uh, to everybody else who's who watches the Facebook mm-hmm. program or, or the podcast, right? They see Facebook. They know we do video. Our videos better than most other videos because we use we've we've evolved over time. But I still consider myself a, a Facebook rookie because I don't utilize it to its max potential right right right? and and the max potential is honestly this is uh and and uh one of the things i I need to start saying because i need to just disclose myself the more and more content we're going to put out is i'm a copycat i probably don't really have an original thought in my head i have an accumulation of thoughts from everybody whether you're an author whether you're a podcaster whether you're you know somebody else some sort of influence has Popped into my head and so stuff I I talk about it's because I've incorporated into my life, right? So you know video is one of those things content is one of those things Facebook is one of those things prior to the podcast We didn't use I didn't personally use Facebook hardly at all. It was just kind of like check an email thing Oh, what's going on in life right now? It's a totally different ball game. Yeah, now it's totally different now I see it as this is a billboard. I need to get this billboard in front of as many people as possible Yeah, right and I'm barely scratching the surface.
2: You know, Gary Vaynerchuk says, you know, I'm not putting out enough content. I put out hundreds of pieces of content every day. It's like, think of how screwed you guys are.
3: Yeah. Right. To anybody <laughs> that's not putting
2: out content, it's just like we're in a we're in a real estate land grab, but it's digital. Yeah. Not a physical land grab. Like this is this is I don't think people realize how much of this you can monetize.
1: Right. And and I mean we're tef- definitely on the cusp. Uh, I was telling you a little bit, of be you know, before the show. I got a couple buddies that are going to be following us, and 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 basically documenting more and more of what we do on a daily basis which allows me to go out and talk to more and more people but live on the field in, in their offices or at their place of business to capture you know the conversations that we have there there's a ton of stuff that we talk about that doesn't get recorded that I think so many people would benefit from and it's not maybe it's maybe stuff I know <clears throat> but maybe stuff they know right. and it's just more and more and more content and the way I pitched them was pretty simple it was it was it was this there is so much attention out there that needs to be grabbed, right? It's, it's a Gary Vaynerchuk thing. And right now, every time we go out to talk to people, the show's going to be about them. The show's always about you or the next guest. It's about them. It's always, always about them. And the more we do that, the more we're going to peel off little bits of their audience, little bits of their audience, little bits of their audience. And then before we know it, There's going to be a transition somewhere and it's going to, the show's going to stop being about them and it's going to start being about me. Right. And at that point is when the monetizing can really happen. Right. Because the attention is about you. But that's a three, four, five year project.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, what do you think about that? People look at Facebook and they're like, I put an ad on and I didn't get, I didn't get, I didn't make any money off it. This Facebook doesn't work.
2: Right. Oh man, I hear that every day right because I talk about that I, I have probably 50 conversations a day and I hear that a lot and people expect it to be this magic formula because they see they, they don't see the hard work that people put in they don't see the strategy that goes on they just see people that are getting money from Facebook and they they don't you know they don't see the bits and pieces mm-hmm. so imagine this you shake somebody's hand you meet them at a grocery store and say hey let me sell your house for you
1: They're going to say, uh, sure, buddy, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I'll call you back. I'll call you later. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So the whole thing is like there's no relationship built, right? So people need to K-L-T. They need to know you, like you, and trust you. And if you don't have a strategy to follow up with people to build a relationship on Facebook, on Instagram, anywhere else... You're not going to get it.
1: Yeah. It's funny because we would always say prior to doing a lot of social media stuff and really understanding how social media is helping um, and how to utilize it. Like I said, this is more of a long-term play. um, I I would always say and and I would always learn that people often, real estate agents, any type of business in the sales world anyways – doesn't really have a lead generation problem. Most of them can generate leads pretty easily. Like you said at the store, just talking to any random people getting a referral. They don't have a lead generation problem. They have a follow-up problem. A 100%. Right? And then the the problem lies in you've made a connection, but that's all you've done. You you haven't established, you haven't nurtured the relationship. You haven't, you know, you don't have a best friend because you met them one time. Yep. Right? And you're trying to build those relationships without that I mean, knowing is one thing, liking is another, trusting is completely different. Yeah. And those are all phases in the follow-up. Right. That's why when, it, me personally, that's why when you hear things like, I tried one Facebook ad and it didn't work, well, it's because nobody trusts you. Are you selling a t-shirt? Right. Because there's a difference <clears throat> between selling a t-shirt and selling a house, and it's a couple zeros at the end. Right. 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 But that's the, the transactional, you know, that's, that's the relationship part of that transaction. You can sell a t-shirt pretty quick, pretty easy to pretty much anybody. Yeah. Your t-shirt's cool. Right. But the house, that's a relationship. Yep. So, so walk me a little bit through like prospecting through through Facebook, and then you know what kinds of things are you like trying to get people to do to help them uh, take those leads and make them a little bit better.
2: So let's let's focus on the leads that they're getting now. Okay. Like like let's say a realtor has an open house, right? Picture the girl you went to high school with that you haven't spoken to in 15, 20 years, right? your friends with her on Facebook, you know her kids' names, you know that she loves tacos, you know where she went on vacation. You guys have maintained a relationship since high school, but you you wouldn't have stayed in contact if it weren't for Facebook. Right. So if you can build a trusting relationship long-term and feel close to this person without ever talking to them, you can do that with your leads. So we're at an open house. You come in. You're uh, the neighbor just looking to check out what kind of counters the uh, the owners of, you know, the house have. Mm-hmm. You're just stopping in, no intention on anything. The realtor adds you on Facebook, you guys connect, and boom. Now you just maintain that relationship just like you would the other one. So where they would have walked out of the door and never seen you again, unless maybe you sent a flyer to their house, you door knocked, whatever, uh, you're, you're passively building that relationship with them, you know, and...
1: That, that, I, I like that, though, because uh, it, we live in a totally different world. I think people are much more likely to give you their Facebook handle to jump on because they know that, you know what, I'm probably well, I'm not really going to talk to this person that much, but I'll add you as a friend. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Right. That's, that is a new way in versus give me your email. I don't want you to send me a bunch of spam.
2: Right. I'm good. Right. So, so I wish I had my phone but check this out if so if you're a realtor and you go to your messenger on your phone Mm -hmm. and you click on the picture on the top left a scan code will pop up so it's like a QR code so you can print that out and have that on your sign in sheet so it's like hey either fill out your information here or or just QR me pop open your messenger scan my code and we'll be connected
1: I like that a I know. lot.
2: That's money. So people my- make a million dollars from that.
1: Yeah. No, that, that's a huge difference. So you're talking about that right away grows your circle of influence, right? That right away is growing the number of people that you are now placed in contact yep. with. And one of the things that uh, I started doing recently, which I got, I sent you, right, is a video DM. Now I yeah. have their contact info. Yep. And when they leave the open <clears throat> house, I can be like... Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, or Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, you know, it was a pleasure meeting you today. You know, I really enjoyed uh, the conversation we had, by the way. If you ever need anything, I'm right, I'm a step away. Right. Right. And that, I don't know, I don't see, here's another thing is I don't know how these, how the video is working as far as, how you're gonna show up on their feed. I don't know if there's a connection between our conversations on on Messenger and how my content is gonna show up on your Facebook. I'm sure there's some sort of correlation there, yeah, yeah. but the fact is we're communicating and you're seeing my information.
2: Right, right. So when Oli was on here, you guys talked and you guys brought up something which is really good, which is basically what you just said. It's the relevance. It's it's being in front of them consistently, right? So I think one thing that you guys said was, you drop a comment on their page sometime, they'll see you, they'll recognize you, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. You do that a couple times, you guys build that relationship. And now you're seeing each other and it's the equivalent of seeing some girl at Starbucks and walking by and say, oh, you know, hey Stacy. Oh, hey, see you again. Hey, what's going on? And you guys slowly build that relationship to the point where maybe they'll send you a message. Like I get messages all the time from people. Hey, I'm running this ad. It's not working. Can you show me how to do this? XYZ. Sure. And it just opens up that conversation to build more and more trust.
1: Well, that's kind of the point though, right? That's what you do and the point that somebody's reaching out to you it means that they're top of mind they, that when they had this specific problem they thought facebook they thought you yep right and yep. that's the point that we want them to be that's what we want out of our clients when they think real estate they want us they want you thinking of them Yep. that's what every agent is shooting for and that just makes total sense the con it, it, it's the consistency it always comes down to the consistency yeah how much content are you putting out there how much are you going out of your way to comment on their information to learn about them that's
2: it's it's kind of a job it is it totally is but it's a job that pays well if you do it right it is so check this out the Facebook page that we're friends on mm-hmm. is a page that I made strictly to network with real estate agents that's it That's all it's for. That's the whole mission of it. And I suggest that every realtor out there, every mortgage broker, whatever, have a second personal, so not a business page, but an actual second personal profile with one mission. So if you're a realtor, add all of the people that you meet at open houses. Bring them into one pool, post content that's relevant to them, value-based content, because you have to give. You can't just ask for stuff. It's just not how it works. But if you post value-based content, maybe it's about the local market. Maybe you're showing what homes you are selling for, whatever. You're going to build that content or the relationship with them. And who who do you think? I mean, if you're showing up first on their timeline all the time because you guys are connected a lot, who do you think they're going to reach out to and they need a house? So,
1: I mean, that's uh, that was going to be one of my questions anyways. I was going <coughs> to ask you about the difference between a personal and a business page because I know on my personal page, if I, I, I mean, I don't know exactly, but. If I wanna do if I wanna do some ads, how do I get the analytics from my personal page? Is it different from getting the analytics maybe from like my business page? Because my, my personal page is only gonna let me get up to five thousand people. Yep. Right? I mean, don't get me wrong, five thousand people is great. It's amazing, especially if they're prospective clients, that's a great pool to be fishing out of. But the business profile allows me to go a little bit deeper. It also lets me track a lot more information. So why why the personal versus the business page?
2: Yeah. So Facebook about two years ago made a huge update to their algorithm which basically knocked the knees out of business pages uh, reach. So by reach meaning how many people you get in front of when you post. So it used to be that you could post and you could reach 40, 50% of your audience. So if you had a thousand people, you'd reach a couple hundred people with a post. And that was really valuable to the business but Facebook wasn't making enough money because everybody's getting this for free. Mm -hmm. So Facebook said, well, these are businesses. They want to get their stuff in front of people. Why don't we start charging them? So that's when they started kind of dropping back the relevance so that when you post, you're not reaching a lot of people. Anybody that's been in business for five years and have been you know, very active on Facebook knows that it came to a dead halt one day. And people were like, man, my whole business model just changed. But
1: it stopped as far as a free post, right? But if you're using paid advertising through them, then having more of the followers on your business page makes more sense
2: it does not as much as it used to though so Instagram definitely you get a lot more organic reach with Instagram but on Facebook unless you're paying it doesn't really make sense so like if you want to build an audience and that's great and you can create what's called a look-alike audience based off that but I don't think that having 10,000 likes on a Facebook page is worth very much anymore compared to on Instagram
1: Oh, so, okay okay so that's why the personal
2: page because you, okay, yeah, because you now, you still have that same kind of reach as you did before with the business pages, but you have it on the personal page still. So if I post right now on Facebook, I'll probably reach, you know, a good amount of people. And if I post that same post on my business page, I'll reach a lot less people, maybe get two, three likes.
1: What about sharing from one page to another? Yeah,
2: you can. I mean, I, what I do is I'll post a video from my business page. Okay, so I'll take a video and organically put it on my business page. And then I will, and it's value-based, so it's not some sales pitch. It's mm-hmm. literally building value. And then what I'll do is I'll share it into a group so that I know. So let's say I, I, you know, hey, real estate agents, here's how to get reviews on your Google listing, right? So three steps, blah, blah, blah. Video goes out. I share it from my personal page to a group full of real estate agents. Now they all see that the people that engage with it all retarget outside with an ad. Hmm. So a group's got, let's say a group has 5,000 people. It's not a huge group. Right. If the group's well active and your post gets some, you know, some traction. Yeah. If you get engagement on it, it'll start being shown to more people. And then when people start to engage with it, you can create what's called a lookalike audience. So, you know, the people you may know section, mm-hmm. that's basically what a lookalike audience is. So it's taking the main characteristics of somebody's habits, um, their demographics their likes whatever and it's going out and it's finding more people like that so that if you sell t-shirts or if you're a realtor it's gonna go okay a lot of these people are parents that are you know on here um, you know they've been looking at pre-qualification for lending all sort of stuff and and it's gonna find another group and it's gonna show an ad to them
1: so it so it is beneficial to have a business page it's just when you're posting, there's nice little strategic ways to put information because that's that's what we've done lately. We started our new business profile page stuff. The content gener- generally goes into the business profile page, and then from my personal page, where I have a lot more uh, friends than a, than a, than the business one. Then I turn around and I share from that from my personal page. I share the stuff that's on my business profile. Yep. I share it, and I do exactly that. I share it to groups. I share it on my own timeline, um, or I'll tag individuals who are who the information is about or with. Right. Um and and it just it that's how I've been doing it. And it seems to be working. But again, I mean I haven't been one to track the analytics. Can I do that on my personal page? Can I look at, at like number I mean I see views, but can I see like who looked at it other than maybe who
2: liked it. No, and that's why Facebook wants that split so that you track analytics and stuff on your business page and you use your personal page for personal reasons. So they don't want people using personal pages for business.
1: So they're they're trying to keep you separate,
2: absolutely, because that's how they make the money.
1: All right. Well, what about creating stuff that's that's great and funny and maybe not business related? Is that something that you might want to do on your on your business pages, too? I mean, you have some fun stuff on your other profiles. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: yeah. i I try to keep it separate, right? So so what I say is the business page is great for advertising. The personal page is great for building the relationship, right? Your personal brand is more important than your business brand because, you know if somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk wants to leave his you know Vayner Media or Empathy Wines he can go start a horse training company and kill it because of his name right now i mean that's a pretty basic concept so
1: yeah no that, that actually that does make sense so going viral for example you 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 made some you made a funny video right <laughs> that's that's doing relatively well right now yep. i mean really well yeah yeah <laughs> it's doing its thing um if your profile is getting those, those views, I mean, if that thing goes really well and you cap out on your number of friends, um, how, do you, how do you then turn around and use that?
2: People can still follow you. So they can follow you. So I'm at the 5,000 friend limit on that page, mm-hmm. right? The one that we're friends on, I'm not. But the other one, I'm at the 5,000. So if somebody goes to add me as a friend, they can click on add a friend, but it's going to go, this person has reached the limit of 5,000 friends, uh, but you're now following this person. So if you go through, I have like 5,000 friends and I think I'm followed by like 500 or 400.
1: So what's the difference between a follow and a friend?
2: So it's not two ways. If you're following somebody, you can see whatever posts that they make public. So if you go on my other page and you try to add me, you'll be following me. And when I post, you'll still be able to see it, comment on it, like it, share it, stuff like that. But we're not friends. So you can still get a good amount of reach. I mean, if you look at somebody like Mark Cuban, like... He has like four hundred thousand followers on his personal Facebook.
1: Oh, huh, so so that friend cap is not really a cap
2: per se. As friends, I mean, they they really reduce how many people you're going to reach with your post, anyways, on a personal page. If you have five thousand friends, there's no way you're reaching all five thousand with a post. Like no way.
1: They're just they're just stopping you.
2: No, Instagram you can, but not you know.
1: So, but Facebook owns Instagram, right? Yep. So how does that, how does that work? If I'm posting ads on on my business profile or, or I'm not really doing I mean I can boost on my personal. I've seen that on my personal. What's the difference between a boost and a, and a purchase? On your
2: personal Instagram or I
1: think on my personal I think I don't you know what? I'm not 100% sure. I've just seen the boost button on I'm Yeah, telling, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, you can't you can't do it on a personal Facebook. You used to be able to sh- like boost so take a business page, share a personal pages post, mm-hmm. and then boost that and pay for that to get out there. But they don't – you can't do that anymore.
1: All right. Do you think it's going to be a trend thing? Do you think this is going to like fizzle out after a while? Social media? Well, just the way the way the branding works right now. Everybody's shooting for to create some brand, right? And I think they're substituting branding – uh, for what we would traditionally call prospecting, because I think there's there's a, a big disconnect between the two. I think creating a brand is is something that is definitely a, a long-term effect, something that's that's long, far-fetched. But it's not something that creates dollars for you today. Right. That's something that's taken to a whole new level. So, do you think this whole I, I, do you think it's going to be something that people finally pick up and understand and then it's going to just kind of fizzle out because it's going to get too expensive? Or is this going to be something that people don't quite get and are not really ever going to
2: figure this out? I mean, I think – I mean, if you look at millennials versus baby boomers on computers, it's a total, like, technological age gap, right? So I think the younger the people, the more they're around it growing up, I think the more they're going to get it. So, no, I, I think it's just going to change, right? Right now – branding and marketing is all on on facebook instagram youtube stuff like that you know in the future it's going to be things like vr so virtual reality and um you know voice alexa like Skills. One? yeah i guess so yeah yeah I mean, that'd be awesome yeah i guess i mean i'd, I'd re- that'd be cool just
1: to go to the store and like virtually like walk into an amazon and be like oh check out this product and kind of look at it yeah yeah and and you know, I, then decide, yeah, I want that, ship it to my house.
2: Done. Yeah.
1: I mean that would be sick.
2: Dude. I mean, I think it's gonna be a hybrid, right? Where it's not your full, completely into virtual reality, but it's kind of like a half, you mm-hmm. know, augmented reality where you have glasses or contact lenses that kind of layer over stuff kinda of like uh like Robocop, you know?
1: Dang, dude. That I mean that's some that's some cool stuff.
2: Yeah. But I mean that's that's if, if you're
1: thinking so forward in advance, right? If you're thinking so far into the future which I don't know about if I can say so far, things are advancing so quickly. Like, how do you get ready for the next thing? How do you think you should get ready for the next? Like, I I mean, Gary's, Gary's one of those who talks about, he has that foresight. He sees where the attention's going, right? And, 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 I don't, I can't say that I'm as good. I know I look, I can look back and say, shit, I made some mistakes. I mean, we were talking to the other day, literally about, uh, we still own a computer store, right? Computer repair place. And I remember sitting down with my employee and he he told me, he's like, dude, we should do this Google AdWords thing. It's pretty cool. And I remember telling him, I was like, why would I want to put an ad on Google if we fix computers? Their computer's broken. We should be putting in the yellow pages. (laughs) And I mean, literally, that's what happened. You know, it's one of those where hindsight, like, what an idiot. Like, I didn't understand. I didn't clearly see that vision. But we can kind of see where things are going now. We know Alexa. We know Google Home is going to be the next top thing. We know virtual reality is going to be the next top thing. We can clearly see the path. Right. Wow, what, what, should, what do you think we should be doing to get get ourselves ready for that, at least in the, in, the social media process, in the social media world?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really easy to look back on something and be like, man, I should have done that. Yeah. But you know, if you Hindsight, look at it, Hindsight. Think, of, think of how many people were crushing it back then. It's, yeah. it's really not many. But you got to find out what the people are doing, like Gary, like... Grant you know all these guys that that caught on to these in the beginning and kind of rode the wave early you got to find out what they're looking for you know you don't have to be great at identifying these things you just need to know who does like who is good at it right so yeah I listen to a lot of Gary V because he's statistically and historically been correct so I trust you know I know like and trust him Mm -hmm. and I follow what he says could he be wrong yeah I don't think so
1: chances are probably not I mean I'm I'm the same way because obviously we're doing the podcast we're gonna be putting more content now we're trying to take our land grab yeah right and now it's just a matter of well shit how do I do it right how do I get how do I take advantage of the audience that we're creating and that's what I I know a lot of realtors out there are thinking the same thing because when they sit in front of the camera and they're ready to record yeah
2: what do I say what do I
1: say right or, or they, they get some of the boring stuff where it's like, okay, here, I'm at another open house, and that's great, that's cool. It's not necessarily what we wanna see. How do we make it so that we're interesting?
3: Yeah. Hang on really quickly. I'm glad that you brought it up, the uh, what, what do people say? Because we actually have a question from the audience. Okay. Mr. Fugati, Adrian Meek, he said, to ask you for your elevator speech. My elevator pitch? Elevator pitch.
2: Okay, sure. Uh, well, my name's Kevin, and I work. My I own Lazy Cow Media, and what we do is we teach realtors how to build their brand and grow the trust of their audience so that the 97% of people they normally would lose come back to them. That's a nice pitch.
1: That's a
3: great pitch. Yeah,
1: I like that. Wait, I'm losing 97% of the people I talk to? <laughs>
2: Statistically, like 3% will close. We, dude, it, it's funny because
1: we don't think of that. We think of every time we made a connection, they loved me. So
2: here's the problem, right? Here's the problem with marketing and advertising right now. Picture this big giant circle, right? This big old circle. Now that's all of the market of people that are going to buy your product in the next, let's say three years, right? There is a little tiny, tiny 3% of the circle inside of there. Those are the customers that are going to buy now. People are so Focused on trying to get those customers that are buying now that they're missing out on the much bigger pool that isn't coming now But will be so everybody's shooting for when people are ready But if you're doing stuff like this building branding, you know if you're doing laying the foundation to catch up with these people later and truly build a relationship and put the work in then you'll get that much bigger audience. Like the reason why I win a lot more than a lot mar- a lot of marketers is they're not in it for the long haul. Like this is a marathon, not a sprint. Really every business is. So if you target the and I'm not saying miss out on the 3% that are ready to buy now. I'm not going somebody's, you know, I'm not going to turn that down, but I'm definitely not going to neglect the other audience because, you know, I mean you you hear so many stories of people that you know, had nothing and then ended up being, you know, like the rags overnight. to riches stories. Yes, and it's like, overnight. you don't want to neglect people like that. Of course not. And yeah. So
1: no, that that's it's funny because it comes down to being that sleazy salesperson, right? You don't want to be that sleazy salesperson. And that sleazy spa- salesperson is a person who's always closing, but always shooting to close right now. Right. Right. They don't care about you. They don't care about what your life is about. They don't care about your problems. They don't care about your solutions. They need you to buy this particular product right now. Yeah. And that's the person that we all despise. That's the person we don't want to talk to. That's the person whose elevator pitch sucks because you don't care about me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's close.
2: So I think something that really sets me apart, and I'm going to brag about myself real quick, but it, something that does set me apart and I think sets great salespeople apart from those kind of salespeople you're talking about, when you meet with somebody, like don't be afraid to turn somebody down. You know, Frank Kern, if you guys don't know who Frank Kern is, you got to look him up. He is the world's best marketer. Um, but what Frank Curran says is, imagine that the feds came down with this law. And the law says that nobody can pay you money until they are completely happy with your product. It means they get a return on investment. Now, go out and only sell the people that you're confident that are going to get that. Go out and act like you can only sell to the people that are going to be happy, content, fired up with your product. And watch your business blow up.
1: Yeah, well it makes a big difference because if you're actually providing a quality service then people are happy and when people are happy they share that happiness with others and especially others who are going to be in that particular situation dude um, Mr. Pancho Lopez right Uh, the greatest salesman in the world (laughs) that's his that's his uh uh, Instagram, Instagram handle, right? Instagram name, yep. Yeah, so the greatest salesman in the world. Dude, I, it, nothing but good things that I hear from that guy and from people around him because he nurtures those relationships. He's not trying to sell you every time. He lets everybody knows what he does, but he's all about, let me, dude, let me be like, I love a video he put out the other day. He's like, this is what I do when I get a check.
2: And I saw like, that go to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right? yeah. He's like, Dude, that's funny, right? Yep, that's yep.
1: a nice way of saying, hey, I closed the deal. Right. Without saying, hey, I closed the deal. Yeah. That's just him having fun. Right. And that's one of those things like he literally in that one post, which made me laugh. Yeah. He said, I sell homes. I close on the deal. Right. You can have one. You can close. If you need help selling your home, I'm right here for you. Right. He literally says that without saying a single word. Right, and that's the type of stuff, you know. Like let your work speak for you. That let your content have have fun with it. And he he posts all kinds of funny stuff. I love the I love the stuff that he does. And I see the the engagement that he has on it. Yeah. And that's the key. It's the comments. It's the shares. It's the people engaging with him because he's engaged. He's engaged with them
2: first. Right. So this is this is inbound marketing versus outbound marketing. So so in the traditional sales cycle and really how sales have been for the last you know forever has been we go out and we find our audience and we try to close them well now I mean it's still kind of like that but the best the highest the purest form of marketing to build a brand is inbound put the stuff in front of them consistently nurture those relationships and let them come to you like it's, it's, you know it's
1: on its head dude it's backwards but it's, it's true it's one of those reasons why Content is so important. Let me just continue to help educate you. Let me bring you something that you find interesting Let me keep feeding you and when you're ready, you're gonna you're gonna call me right right that's different That's completely different from what we were brought up with right because all that stuff I mean everything from before was like you said hey, I'm watching a TV show cut by this, by this, by this, right. by this. Yep. Right. I mean that's how I grew up. Anyways, that's that's what that's what marketing was. It was interruption marketing. Right. And that we're done with. Yeah. We don't want to see that. I skip every single ad. Every DVR, I'm fast forwarding, or I'm yep. looking at my phone. I don't have time to see your interruption. I'm gonna focus my attention on what's and what I enjoy. Yeah. What's a thumb stopper? Right. So you got to be a thumb stopper
2: pattern Um, pattern
1: interrupt pattern interrupt but it's different than it's it's still pattern interrupt but it's not a forced pattern interrupt right I'm not I'm not cutting you off from what you want I am showing you what you want
2: yep and this is the whole point of like value-based marketing right if you give something and you give and you give with no like you're not asking for anything back and then you retarget people that have consistently watched your value based videos then ask right it's like give 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 ask so if I'm a real estate agent right here's my go-to-market strategy I'm going to put out a video as a Facebook ad I'm going to target people in my area certain age demographic that I want to target I'm going to run an ad and it's just like video one hey guys I'm Kevin Feely I'm a realtor here in the area here are three big mistakes people make when they're buying their first home boom and they just lay that out no visit my website no nothing no call to action nothing people that watch 50% or more of that video we retarget again send another video that moves them along so hey guys you're probably watching this because you've seen me before I just want to tell you that if you're in the San Diego market and you're looking to get approved for a loan boom 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 here are the three tips. whatever again nothing now you're building that relationship and then the third one Hey, why don't we, you know, send me a message? Fill out this form. I'll be in contact with you.
1: Because each one, and and basically what you're doing there is is the first commercial is just information. There's going to be people who watch. Maybe you retarget people who watch ten seconds or more, right? The yep. Second commercial is retargeting those exact people that watch those ten seconds or more, and then the people who watched another ten seconds or more, they get the call to action. Yeah. So, so you've nurtured a couple times. This is this is what. Gary V talks about when he's like jab, 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 hook. right hook. Yep, exactly. Right? And he's literally saying each jab is a little bit of give you, give you, give you in paid content. Yep, in paid content until you're ready to ask for it. But you're only asking those who have had interest all the way through.
2: Yep, and that's it. It's like you're not you're not bugging people, right? So so when an ad comes on, the gates close. Like where our guard is up. If we feel like we're being advertised or sold, we're done. We're not even, we're cutting it all off. Mm -hmm. So when you're giving something consistently, and if I'm receiving something, I'm going to listen, right? I mean, I'm getting something. So it only makes sense. And then in in the end, people almost feel guilty. Like, man, this guy gave me so much stuff. If he did all this for free. Yeah. Gotta buy something. Yeah. Well, if he can do this for free, what if I pay him?
1: Yeah, that's a big difference. I like that cuz that's that's definitely a clear a clear to me anyways, a clear description of that jab 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 hook yeah. cuz I've heard him say it a lot, right? I understand that people keep saying be give 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 and then you'll get back in return, but this is a strategic way of doing it. This is a you are paying, you are doing marketing, you are forcing your ad to be in front of a particular audience, but the way you're doing it, you understand that this is three maybe four different ads of giving before that fourth or fifth one is the call to action right exactly that's true that's that's money right there if you <laughs> timestamp that one <laughs> that one's right there that's well, a good one so But that's that's the clarity right that's the simplicity the clarity that you're coming with that you're that you're bringing to the table that you're educating people on so that they understand how it works because honestly other than that i i know for sure if, if I didn't sit down and talk to you, I would have put an ad right off the bat saying, hey, dude, you want to buy a home? Right. Hit me up.
2: Right. Well, that's what most realtors are doing, too. And they're going, well, Facebook doesn't work. Crumpling up. Throw it in the trash. You're not approaching it right. It's right. like, yeah. You know, it's like my car doesn't start... Does it have gas? <laughs> <laughs> Is there an engine in there? Did
1: you, did you check the list? Yeah, go down the list. Did the battery turn on? Katya
3: so, loved your quote. If he gives all this for free, what if I pay him? Yeah, she yeah. said that's a great statement. That's a great. Well, st- thank but, you very much.
1: But that's that's the key, right? <laughs> that's the key. And you and I again, I'm fascinated on that little spot right there, just because it, like a light bulb went off in my head, right? Yeah, and I've, and I've heard it over and over and over again. But it just made sense to me right now. Right. You got me all like, I got goosebumps.
2: <laughs> Good. I love it. I love it. So, so here's how most people are advertising right now. Let's turn all the lights off in here, and I'm going to try and run to the front door. Okay? Well, what's going to happen? You, prob- hit a wall. I, I, you can't hit a target you can't see. You turn the lights on. You have a strategy. You guys have a plan. You know where you're going. You'll get there. But if you don't have a strategy, you're just shooting in the dark.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, that makes total sense. Dude. Well, okay, tell me a little bit about your company. What do you guys, what do you offer your clients if, you know, finally on the fourth video they hit you up, they message you, what do you offer them?
2: Yeah, so, well, we, we try to do an intro call. Um, we want to see if they're a good fit, right? So my whole spiel when I first talk to them is, look. If we're a good fit, meaning we can get you from point A to point B, where you are now and where you're trying to go, then we'll do business. But if we're not, we'll just point you in the right direction. So there's no sales pitch coming, there's no BS. It's just like, can we help you? Cool, let's do it. And so what we do is we either generate leads for people, help them build their brand, teach them to build their brand, or kind of a combination. So single agents are usually the ones that need more of the brand building. Not necessarily lead generation, right? Like start off slow. You don't want to, you know, if you start getting hundreds of leads, but you don't have time to follow up with them like we earlier talked about, you're kind of setting somebody up for failure. Mm -hmm. For the most part, not everybody. Um, Now, when you go with a group like somebody that's got all of their systems in place, drive as many leads as possible. They can take it, right? They've probably already got a lot of the branding. Their agents can still learn how to do it. But um, I guess in a in like a basic outline, we do group coaching with teams. So if some real estate broker has you know ten to 150 agents and they want to fly us out, we'll go in there one on one just like this and coach them all all of their agents. And then if you know they just want it for one person, or if they want to train like a you know a creative director or somebody, we do that as well.
1: Dude, that's some cool stuff. And then lastly, how do we get a hold of you?
2: LazyCowMedia.com/slash real estate. And if you just go to LazyCowMedia.com, you can uh, click on the Real Estate tab and you can fill out a form and talk to me if you want to.
1: And uh, what about social media?
2: Uh, find, us on, find me on Facebook, Kevin Feely, P-H-E-L-E-Y. Uh, and I'm actually tagged in this video, so if you guys see me, and for the people on the podcast, um, that's it, Kevin Feely.
1: Kevin Feely. Boom. Facebook, and there it is. So, there you go
3: and if you find us on Facebook at business bros pod and look for this interview uh, Kevin you definitely are tagged and so is your viral video awesome oh great <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love it I love it I love <laughs> it
1: alright man uh, lastly uh, who do you think would be a great uh, podcast guest
2: have you had Dean Aguilar yet? Yes, sir.
1: You have? Dean the man, Mr. But, Truth Hustle. But
3: he's due for a uh, get, part two. Yeah, yeah, get out Dean out on with, the show.
1: Yeah, he's out there with... Uh, we had Dean and uh, Aphrodite. Yep. Um, Dean's out with uh, Mike Ferry, I think, doing some event this yeah, weekend. He's from right. seeing that whole thing. Yep. Yeah, So I saw. Uh, He's in New Orleans, so big shout out to him. Uh, dude, dude do your thing stay on fire he's he's giving everybody else compliments but that guy
2: truth hustle man it's dude that
1: guy is a beast Yep, yeah, yeah and then he, every time dean i'm giving a shout out to your truth hustle stuff dude every time you put stuff out it's a couple minutes of just hardcore knowledge I
2: mean it's just it it is what it stands for it's truth hustle so when it comes to content creation the first time i had a meeting with dean i walked into his office and boom there was a guy with a camera right there and i was like okay so you're doing this real like he's got like gary v's got d rock following around with the camera and he's got that too so he's Mm He's going to be way ahead of everybody else content creation-wise.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's the whole point is he's he's talking to so many people and he- helping to educate so many people on a daily basis that every time he's recorded, it's just a small snippet of his day that's giving out the content that he needs, that that people need. Yep. And that's why, I mean, he's he's… That's why he's emceeing the stuff he's emceeing today. Yeah. That's why he's killing it the way he's killing it. That's why people want to go to his, his to be part of the Dean Aguilar group. I mean, it's, it's a huge, huge testament to what he does. And he's just being, like, humble, man. He's just out there trying to help you succeed. Those are the guys that win. Those are the guys that win. So big ups to you. Hope you're enjoying New Orleans out there. Hope you're having a good time. Uh, we're going to get you back on the show because I, I just want to know what's going on with him. So, <clears throat> or at the very least, <clears throat> I'm going to pop in your office one day and just kind of catch him off guard and bring all the, bring all the stuff, bring all the stuff. Do it. Maybe he, not podcast, he's, but
3: he's watching right now. So, uh, you gave him fair warning. <laughs> all right. What's dude, up, dude? So Dean? i give
1: you fair warning, buddy. I'm going to stop by your office sometime soon when I get my vlogging stuff in order so that my camera guy can camera your camera guy. <laughs>
3: there you go. And Ollie says, what's up to everybody too. What what up, Ollie? What's
1: up? We still got to get on your show. Hit me up. All right, man. Uh, <clears throat> dude, thanks for being on the show, dude. Dude, thank you for having so me. So much. I mean, so much information. You made my light bulb pop, so now I know exactly what I'm going to do as, as I'm collecting more content. I love it. And uh, it just it, it gives me a reason to structure what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? It, it, it allows me the opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to have one, two, three, four steps, and this is what I'm going to do for one, two, three, four steps, and put that content out there.
3: There we go. Ladies
1: and gentlemen. We love you guys. If you guys, by the way, 365 pairs of shoes is still the goal for the end of the year. Uh, if you guys got any gently used shoes, 619-884-0045 or james.csfirst.com. He'll ride out there in his Harley. <laughs> Go pick up those shoes from you guys. We love all the donations we've had. We've had cash donations. We've had shoe donations. We've had, uh, I, I don't think you've had to pick any up yet.
3: I am waiting for somebody to get back from a staycation and I will be swinging out to pick a few up. So
1: cool. So we're getting we're well on our way, so we'd love to, you know, get meet that goal. Actually, we'd love to exceed that goal, but first things first, we got to get to the finish line before we can keep going. Now so we got a, we got a 10x. <clears throat> we we do got a 10x. We got a 10x. So if you guys got anything, let us know if you want to be on the show. Hernan at csfirst.com or hit me up 619-884-00 Oh, four five is your number. Sorry, 619-884-4915 is my number. Text me, call me, hit me up, even if you just want to chat. Um, we'd love to have you guys on the show. If you uh, want to follow us on our social, at Business Bros Pod, Kevin, my brother. Thank you for having lot, me. Man. I appreciate, appreciate it.
3: it. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you.
1: Kevin's got to get off to a softball game. He's got to crush it out there, too. All right, guys. We love you guys. That's all Peace. we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.
0: Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now, or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.